It's time for the 2 o'clock show. Featuring Matthew Clock, Tim Clock. Welcome back to the 2 o'clock show. We're glad that you're with us. If this is your first time, welcome to the 2 o'clock show. If this is not your first time, that is absolutely amazing. This Thursday, November 26th, is Thanksgiving, and we thought that we would kind of include Thanksgiving somewhat in this show today in honor of Thanksgiving. And if it's past Thanksgiving, when you're listening to this, then, well, I guess you missed out on all the fun. But you can still listen to this show and just pretend or whatever. Are they allowed to listen to the show? We're not We're not going to be like, yo, if it's past this date, can't listen. Well, if they're nice, they could, maybe, I suppose. Okay. They can send us a dollar. <laughs> this program has been brought to you in part by the following message. There's an old hag who decided to go into business for herself, delivering packages on her broomstick. So she flies all around from place to place, delivering packages. And her motto is, When it absolutely, positively has to arrive eventually, use Fed Hex. Last time on the Life and Times of Elvira Gulch, we found Marshal Lillard and Deputy Beeford inside the saloon enjoying the sarsaparilla. When the Seamus brothers threw in a lit stack of dynamite, brave Deputy Buford spilled his sarsaparilla on the lit stack of dynamite and put it out. And he threw it out through the swinging doors and inadvertently exploded and blew up Eli Stump's lizard oil soap wagon. And also unknowingly blew up the Seamus brothers who were hiding behind it. We found out that Eli Stump was really Liam Seamus, cousin of the Seamus brothers who were out to get Marshal Dillard and Deputy Buford. Eli Stump was out to get revenge on Marshal Dillard and Deputy Buford for destroying his cousins along with his wagon. Liam Seamus begins his revenge by blowing up the Marshal's office. Well, there ain't nothing left of the office there, Marshal. There's not even my favorite chair left, Buford. Where's, where's the horses, Marshal? I don't see him nowhere. They must have gotten spooked when the explosion went off. Well, where's to go now? We, we ought to find Liam, also known as Eli Stump. Whoa, hey there, Marshal. I found these two horses here. Do they belong to you? Well, I say that there done looks like a horses, stranger. Well... I got them down from a large tree across the street. I bet he's taking the train out of town. Let's go. Oh wait, hey stranger, thanks a lot for rescuing our horses. Well, just doing my civic duty, Marshal. What's your name, kind stranger? Well, just between us, it's Marion. I'd appreciate it if you keep it under your hat. I can't keep much more under my hat, kind stranger. I already have a bottle of sarsaparilla, a stick of dynamite, rope, and my fiddle under my head. It means keep it to yourself. Don't tell anybody. Oh, good thing I can barely keep my head on as it is. So what would you like us to call you, kind sir? Well, I just go by John. Well, thanks kindly, John, for rescuing my trusty horse, Crack of Thunder. All right, Buford, we have a train to catch. We'll have to buy you sarsaparilla, mister, when we return. Sure is nice to have good old Mortimer and 
Crack and Thunder. Back with us again, Marshall. Marshall Dillard and Deputy Buford race across town to see if Liam is aboard the train, skedaddling out of town. They arrive at the station just as the train is leaving. All right, Buford, let's ride alongside the train and see if Liam is aboard. We gotta hurry, Buford. Once they reach the bridge over the gulch, we'll never catch them. There's no room on the bridge for us and the train. Just jump on the train if you see him, but be quick. We're almost to the bridge. Come on, Mortimer, try to keep up. Marshal Dillard and Deputy Buford race alongside the train. They're quickly running out of road. I see him, Buford. He ducked down in the third coach. Hurry, jump. What, Marshal? Marshal Dillard bravely leaps onto the speeding train, leaving behind his brave horse, Crack and Thunder. Jump! Jump, Buford! Jump! Okay, Marshal, but I thought we were gonna get lit! Dad, burn it, Buford! I meant jump on the train! What will become of Deputy Buford and his brave horse, Mortimer? How will Marshal Dillard catch Liam Sheamus by himself? Be sure to listen next time to The Life and Times of Elvira Gulch. This program has been brought to you by Tom Sarsaparilla. Since 1538, Tom Sarsaparilla puts hair on your chest and makes you belch like a man. And now for another public service announcement on behalf of our program director, Obadiah Perkins, about the first Thanksgiving celebration. In 1621, the Plymouth colonists and the Wampanoag native people shared an autumn feast. It was a three-day harvest festival. There were 50 pilgrims there out of the original 102. There were 90 people from the Wampanoag tribe. Of the pilgrims, there were only five women. The rest had died before the first autumn celebration. When the pilgrims had any Thanksgiving celebrations, they usually fasted, so this celebration was different. King Massasoit, also known as Osamaquin, was the leader of the Poconacet people, also known as the Wampanoag. William Bradford was elected first governor and remained governor for 30 years. Massasoit signed a treaty with the pilgrims in the summer of 1621 in exchange for help with defense against the feared Narganeset tribe. Massasoit supplemented the food supply of the pilgrims for the first few years. At the harvest festival, there was no turkey, cranberry sauce, or pumpkin pie. However, they did have goose, duck, venison, oysters, lobster, eel, fish, pumpkins, and cranberries. Harry Truman was the first U.S. president to receive a ceremonial turkey from the National Turkey Association, but he had it for supper. President John F. Kennedy was the first to let a Thanksgiving turkey go free. President Richard Nixon sent the turkey that he was given to a petting zoo. President George H.W. Bush was the first president to formalize turkey pardoning in 1989. President Abraham Lincoln proclaimed Thanksgiving a national holiday October 3rd, 1863. And now it's time for... Adventures in Time and Space. In honor of Thanksgiving, we'll be traveling to Plymouth Plantation in the year 1621 
to visit not only the pilgrims, but the Wampanoag people. And now the first Thanksgiving was somewhere between September and November 1621, and we're, we're unsure of the exact date. So we're just going to go back to today's date, but in 1621. And we're going to be looking for William Bradford, who was the first governor in Plymouth. And we'd also like to visit Massasoit, uh, the leader of the Wampanoag people, to try to interview them both about the first Thanksgiving. Now, in order to travel back to 1621, we're going to ride in what we lovingly refer to as the dumpster. And it is actually is an old dumpster, which we have repurposed into a time machine, which can not only travel in time, but in location. And it's welded together with an old refrigerator, because we believe in recycling. And its, it's fancy name is the Geotemporal Vortex Facilitator, but to make our life easier, we just lovingly call it the dumpster. We travel through space and time in our, our lovable little dumpster. So, well, you ready to go to 1621 and see what we see? Yep. Okay, let's go out there and open the door. After you. Tell you what, let me shut the door so we don't get sucked out into a space-time vortex. That'll kind of mess up our Thanksgiving if we're somewhere out in space and time floating around. All right, and I preset it before we got in here. Okay. Hey, did you uh, did you reprogram the big red button on here? No. Did you? Um. You know, I don't I'm, know. I'm just gonna push it and find out. Let's try it. That's, um, that's different, that's for sure. That, uh, that'll get people's attention. I didn't put that on there, did you put that on there? Uh, not me. Did someone else have access to our, our dumpster? I don't I mean, know, that was, that was weird. I mean, it was locked, so if someone is in here, they're living inside the dumpster. Hey, there's a wrapper on the floor here. Did you leave, it says, it says hard biscuits, whale milk cheese. It's a wrapper from a, a cheese container. Did you did you eat whale milk cheese in here? No. Hmm. Our mystery is getting getting more mysterious here. Well, we'll have to figure that out later. Okay. If you want to do the honors and push the button, we shall travel to today in 1621. Okay. Going in ten. Not. I'll forget it. Just. bumpier than normal. It's kind of strange. Well, let's open up the hatch and see what we see here. Okay. And stepping out. Whoa, shoot! There's traffic! This... Oh, you know what we did? We went to today's date, but not 1621. Who preset the time on there? I... I... wasn't me, so I'm just gonna fix it. Uh, before we get hit by a truck, let's, uh, let's set it again to 1621. Okay. And push the button again. Here we go. Okay, that was that was a bit bumpy, but not too bad, I guess. 
Okay, well, we should be in 1621 now. Let's open the hatch and see where in the world we are. Oh, it's cold. Yeah, it's cooler than I uh, than I had anticipated. I should have brought a sweatshirt or something here. Well, let's get out and see if we're in the right year. Okay. And uh, see if we can find the Plymouth Plantation. Well, I see something up ahead. Let's see, I don't see anybody around. Let's see. Well, there's a there's a young man over there by himself. Maybe we can we can ask him about William Bradford. Maybe he is William Bradford. Who knows? Let's walk over there and find out. Boy, what are you two doing over there? What are you doing that that big old piece of junk? Uh, excuse me, sir. Wait, uh, what are you coming over here for? What are you, what are you wearing? This the latest fashion from London, huh? Uh, we're we're from a ways off. It's it's kind of hard to explain, but uh, yeah, we heard that uh, William Bradford more or less is the the leader of your your group here at the plantation. Well, mate, I mean, like he's not like our governor or anything yet. That will probably be next, though. But you ain't gonna be finding him here, governor. He's out hunting. He's out hunting with all the other mates. Okay, well. Uh, what, what's your name, sir? Well, if any have to be known, my name's John. And why why didn't you go with the rest of the plantation out hunting and so forth? Well, maybe I just didn't want to do it. You ever think of that? So anyway, what are you lot on about? What are you wearing the strange clothes for, huh? Well, we were hoping to have a, a quick visit with William Bradford, and also uh, we were hoping to get some information from Massasoit about your guys' first uh, Thanksgiving that you had here. Um, how how did that go? Well, and right awful, mate, according to, to my perspective, as we saw it anyway. All we had, we were hoping to have, like, an actual feast, mate. You know what we had? We had eel. We had, like, these oversized crayfish things. Like, it was just... Well, that sounds awfully, uh, awfully disappointing. Um, it was right unpalatable, mate. Yeah, I can't imagine eating eels would be too, uh, too appetizing. But I, I guess you have to take what you can get out here. You know, when you go hunting and fishing, you kind of have to eat what there is, I suppose. Well, as you've probably noticed, we, uh, we aren't really dressed for the occasion. We didn't really think that one through. We didn't think about uh, where we're from. It was uh, substantially warmer than it is here today. Oh, so you lot just went across the pond without a coat? Well, we we didn't actually travel that far, but... Uh, well, we thank you for the uh, the visit here, and we we um, really hadn't thought this through with staying, you know, bringing a coat and so on, starting to stay warm. But uh, maybe we'll check back another time where we can maybe actually run into William Bradford and, and maybe Mr. Massasoit himself and find out a little bit more information about your, your first Thanksgiving you had together. So uh, tell you what, let's climb back into the, the dumpster here and head back home. This big old piece of junk is yours. You, land, you landed on the crops, mate. Look at it. This took three months. It's not even harvest time for these yet. What? I can't believe you. How do you... Where do you even get this, mate? And now on behalf of our program director, Obadiah Perkins, we would like to have a public service announcement. For those who suffer from melisgraphobia, the fear of turkeys, we would just simply like to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving from the 2 o'clock show. Today's episode has been brought to you in part by... Waddle and Snood's Turkey Sanctuary for those who just can't do the deed to a turkey in order to eat it. For vegans, turkey lovers, 
or for those who just hate turkey in its multiple forms, bring your turkey to Waddle and Snood's Turkey Sanctuary. Turkeys are not just free range, but free, period, on our 100 acre secure compound. We have spas, pools, jacuzzis, fine dining, tennis courts, golf, stores, and a movie theater next to our library, all for the exclusive use of our turkey friends. Bring your turkey for a weekend getaway, an extended vacation, or for permanent residence for a nominal monthly fee. Call or visit our website today for a tour of this fine facility, Waddle and Snood's Turkey Sanctuary. You're listening to the 2OKS News Network with breaking news. Breaking news on the 2OKS Network. Turkeys have begun a revolt at the Waddle and Snood's Turkey Sanctuary. We are now live at the Waddle and Snood's Turkey Sanctuary with Tim. Yes, we have an unexpected revolt amongst the turkeys here. We don't know what caused this. The turkeys simply don't seem to understand that they are not to be sacrificed for the Thanksgiving holiday. They don't realize they can use the tennis courts and and golf courses and the stores and theaters here uh, that are all for them where they have free range of this compound. Now, Tim, we do have reports that the police are on their way, and I believe we're picking up helicopters over the broadcast. Uh, Are they arriving? Yes, there's one overhead now, and I believe another one is coming. It sounds like a second one may be on the way. Yes, the the turkeys here seem to be taking up arms. They have, we've seen some with pitchforks, hoes, shovels, anything they can get a hold of, sticks, branches off of trees, and they, uh, they refuse to listen to anybody they do not want to cooperate they're convinced that they're going to end up on somebody's supper table on thanksgiving now are those gunshots we're picking up in the background and are those from the police or from inside the compound we're not sure we thought we heard gunshots we're trying to stay kind of a a safe distance away because we don't want to you know get in harm's way here but but it's our understanding that, that there have been shots fired um Yes, absolutely. Yes, one one of the turkeys has a rifle. I just I don't understand. These, these turkeys will not listen. The the police are trying to com- communicate with these turkeys to let them know that they're in no danger, and uh, we're trying to to stop this revolt and let the turkeys get back to uh, in a free range existence here on this fine compound. And I don't mean to interrupt you, Tim, but. It does sound like the turkeys are now beginning some kind of chant. Yes, it would appear that way. Um, they have a list of demands, but of course we can't understand what they're saying. But but they are they're gobbling in unison, and we really don't know what on earth it is that they're trying to communicate. Um, I'm sure they probably have a list of demands. Uh, the police are working with them. And we're trying to uh, to determine what it is that these turkeys want. We're hoping that this is just a temporary thing. Maybe things will calm down once the Thanksgiving holiday has passed and they realize that they're in no danger. We're going to return to the studio now. We'll be sure to keep you up to date with any further occurrences and information as we have it. All right. Thank you, Tim. And now for our first commercial break, we will be keeping you updated as we get more information. You've been listening to 2OKS. Well, now, since it's Thanksgiving time, we just thought that 
it might be good to kind of reflect on what we're thankful for. I know, I know it's good for us each year to reflect on those things for which we're thankful. And it's, it's easy to skip from Halloween to Christmas. A lot of people want to start decorating for Christmas as soon as October hits. And it's just, it's just getting crazy. And we don't want to overlook Thanksgiving. We don't want to be those people that forget to be thankful. And so we would just like to take a moment and talk about the things for which we are thankful this Thanksgiving. And I'll start. First of all, I'm thankful that mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. I'm thankful for my uvula. But all, if all serious in this aside, we're most thankful that God saw fit to send Jesus to die for us, to create a way for us to be saved from our sins. And that's what we're most thankful for. And we don't want to forget that in this Thanksgiving season, this holiday season, things can get really hectic and crazy. And we want to remember that's what it's all about, is just taking time out to thank God for the things that we have. So we would uh, just re- like to remind you to, you know, be thankful. Uh, be thankful for all the things that you have and the people in your life. I know things are really tough right now with a lot of different government regulations and restrictions and all those kind of things. But we need to remember to be thankful for what we have and who we have in our lives. Be thankful you have us, dang it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you <definitely>. slobs. <laughs> you unappreciative fiends. So... With that, I guess we shall leave the, the studio here now, and we hope that you'll join us next time. Uh, by the way, I never even said that this is episode 13 of the 2 o'clock show. We hope that you enjoyed it. There are many other, 12 other to be exact, I'm such a great mathematician, 12 other podcasts to choose from to listen to. And we would encourage you to go back, and if you're interested in listening to our podcast, Start with number one, because some of the stories that we have continue on kind of in a series. But that's up to you. But we're thankful that you're with us. Uh, we thank you that we could spend this time with you. And we hope that you enjoyed this this show. We hope that you'll tell your friends and relatives about this show. Uh, if you don't like this show, like I say, tell your enemies about this show. And uh, why don't we go ahead and uh, beam out of here, and then we'll be back next time. Yeah, hey, let me just open up my... um. Off-brand communication device. Yes, hello, off-brand Scotsman? Yes, I'm here. What do you need? Um, can you uh, use our off-brand teleportation uh, device here? Alright, I've got a lock on you. I'm teleporting you up now. We'll talk to you next time. time, time, time.